This episode of the Coffee Stain Tabletop Show is brought to you by In The Making 906. In The Making is a local business from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan that creates lotions and ointments to heal the body and soul. Homemade and handmade with natural ingredients, In The Making has products to manage dry and scratchy skin, relieve rashes, and make you smell like you just romped through a scenic pine forest. For more information or to place an order of your own, contact inthemaking906 at gmail.com. That is inthemaking906 at gmail.com, inthemaking906 at gmail.com. No spaces in there. Uh, Thank you, In The Making, for sponsoring this episode, and I hope you, the listener, enjoys as well. Thank you. Last time on In Cthulhu's Cradle, the St. Clair boys are up to something. Charlie is back in town. George is uh, going to the bar, and there we do. There was some drunk driving. Uh, Corey is Corey's gone. Corey's dead. He's no longer around. That was the name of the episode. Uh, stay tuned to see what happens to our unlikely heroes next. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Stain Tabletop Show. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be taking a look into the past with uh, Austin Nagel playing Harvey St. Clair once again. Um, this episode takes place a couple months before episode one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we're just going to hop right into it now. Um, Harvey, you've just moved into an apartment with your buddy John. Um, All right. So, um, it's, you know, it's like a stately little, like, second floor apartment. It's like a studio. Not unlike the one we're in now. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, you're just sitting on the couch, you know, um, unemployed. Great. <laughs> I mean, we are in the Great Depression. Are we, was the 40s in the Great Depression? 30s. 30s were. Oh, we're wait, 40s, it's 40s. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in forty. No, I'm just. I just scream. So, I think I just bring great shame for not being in the war. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your brother went for the both of you. Um, well, all three of us technically. Oh yeah, I guess. All right, so uh, John comes home, and he uh, he sits down next to you on the couch. Is is getting covered in like grease and oil from the day's work. You know, uh, he comes home and he goes, uh, "Hey, Harvey, I uh, I think I got a job for you." Oh, that sounds perfect. Where at? Uh, you're gonna be with me down on the docks. I got an interview with you. Uh, I got an interview for you tomorrow. Oh, so, awesome! Um, you're gonna go in. You're gonna talk to Big Mac. Just you know, keep keep <laughs> <laughs> Big Mac. Uh, don't call him that to his face. Um, that's just that's the name of the business. You know, Mac's the owner. Okay, um, so just call him Mac. Yeah, or just just stick with the sir. sir. He likes being called sir. All right. Um. You're gonna meet with him tomorrow at noon. Got it? All right. All right. Good. 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 Good shit, champ. And he kind of smacks you on the shoulder. <laughs> and he, uh, he goes off. He's heading, grabs his keys, and heads out again. Probably going to the bar or something. Yeah. Um. Is there anything you want to do with the rest of your day? Uh. I go for a walk. All right. Got to get those steps in. Got to get those steps in. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's like afternoon probably like 5 p.m. because john just got off work um it's, it's a pretty nice day it's warmer now than it is 
in a couple months when episode one <laughs> takes place. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it is still Boston, so there's still kind of that chill in the air. Because, yeah, you're right by the water and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you do a little lap around the block. Um, nothing seems out of the ordinary. Uh, and you uh, turn in for the night, then? Yep. All right. So you turn in for the night. Uh, what time do you wake up in the morning? I'd say a decent 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock? Yeah. All right. So you're up bright and early. Uh John had a pot of coffee on, but he he left the rest there for you. He's already off to work. I finished what's left. Alrighty, it's kind of stale because it's been out for like an hour or so. He you'd leave for work at like five. That's um, alright. I'd still drink it. Anything you want to do before your interview? Uh, Anything to tie up? No. No. Just simply get prepared when about an hour beforehand. Okay. So you know, eleven a.m rolls on by and it's uh you're you know getting dressed brushing your teeth and hair and whatever getting all spruced up you gotta look good for the interview yeah and um you walk there yeah i don't have a vehicle at that time okay so uh yeah you make your way down to big max shipping and cargo um it's a dock right on the edge of town in the massachusetts bay um It's not anything special. Special. It's, it's, it's a rickety old building with a couple docks next to it and a big warehouse on the side. Um, it looks like it's seen a lot of love throughout the years. Yeah. Um, so you just walk into the office building and uh, the secretary, you know, sees you come in. She's like, "Ah, uh, you must be here for the interview, yeah? Yeah. All right, just take a seat here, honey. He'll call you in when he's ready. Perfect. All right. So you uh, you sit down in the waiting room. Um, it's decorated pretty drably. Um, it's a dockyard. What do yeah. you expect? <laughs> there's, there's like a like a life ring on the wall. Um, other than that, nothing special in there. But a couple minutes later, um, Mac peeks his head out the door and he goes, "Is there a, is there a Harvey out here?" Yes, sir. All right, why don't you come on in, son? All right. All right. So you walk in. He uh, closes the door behind you. Um, his office is a little more extravagant. Than the rest of the building, um, you can tell he, he makes good money doing what he does. Oh yeah. Um, so he uh, takes a seat across his desk and he motions to you to sit. Um, you take your seat across from him. He uh, kind he leans forward. He's got a glass of wine on the counter. He takes a sip and he goes, uh, "All right, Billy, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself?" Oh, uh, just, just let's see. Where do I even begin? Finally moved out my parents with a friend of mine, which he offered me an interview through you. Mm-hmm. So I you, know, you must be talking about Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, good kid, good kid. Yeah, he is a good guy. So I, because I don't want to be empo- unemployed anymore. You're mad. I, so uh, why don't you tell me about the last place you worked? Let's see, last place I worked, worked at a lumber mill. Just right down the road of my old parents' house. All right, all right, all right. Uh, how'd you like it there? It was all right. It wasn't anything special. It was just a simple lumber mill. That's what made you decide to quit. Well, when the burn- building burnt down and 15 people died in it, I think I just decided to leave. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I can't, can't say I blame you for that one. Uh, well, you, ever, you ever get yourself into trouble at work? No, I kept doing what my boss told me. Good, good. I like that. 
You ever get in trouble outside of work? Eh, no. I normally just go home or drink. Don't do anything too troubling. Good man. Good man. You uh, Let me ask you, are you, uh, are you a snitch? Oh, hell no, sir. Good, good. Uh, how's that right hook of yours? It's all right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just pulling your leg. I'm just pulling your leg. Uh, how you feel about working nights? No, I don't mind them. Oh. All right. Tell, tell you what, Harvey. Why don't you go out there, give me a good day's work now, and uh, we'll make a decision tonight. All right. Sounds good to me. All right, perfect. Uh, you know what, Johnny's out there. He's loading cigarettes right now, so why don't you go give him a hand? <laughs> All right. All right, so... Uh, Mac, like, opens the door for you, he motions to his secretary, calls her over, she leads you to, uh, leads you to the dock where they're loading, uh, like, cargo boxes of cigarettes. Um, you see Johnny, he's just, uh, you know, he's working, he motions you over and he just hands one to you, he's like, alright, why don't you take a couple of these bad boys onto that boat over there? Alright. Alright, so you grab it, um, go ahead and make me an intelligence roll. Intelligence roll? Yep. Whenever you want to roll, roll under. That is a hard. That's one third. One third. Okay. I, I rolled a twelve out of fifty. Dang. Okay. So, um, what? You notice? Um, you yeah. you pick up the crate and uh, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy for a cart crate of cigarettes. Yeah. Um. But I don't mention it. I just go eh, a little heavier than I thought and keep walking. Okay. So you do this for an hour or so until there's all the, excuse me, all the cases are uh, onto the <laughs> boat, and uh, you, you uh, return back to the office. Mac like motions for you to come in. The door's already open. The secretary's gone home for the day. He goes, "All right, you know what, kid? You uh, you put in some good work today. Um, tell you what, why don't you come back here around midnight? Midnight." Um, yeah, you know, we, we like to have some fun after the day ends, and, you know, it might be good for you to get to know some of your co-workers. All right, sounds good to me. All right, you know, you go get some rest. Uh, you're going to need it. All right. All right, so he, uh, like, you know, walks you out of the office, gets in his car and leaves, and you walk home. Yeah. Uh, anywhere else you want to go? Uh, go right home. Go right home? All right. And so... Get a little stretched out. Get a little stretched out? All right. It's like, I... I Something's not right. I think there's going to be something fun. <laughs> so you uh, go home. You are uh, restless. Are you anxious? How, how does Harvey feel? A little anxious. A little anxious? He, he gets a little stretch. He does some little, you know, moves his arms around, gets his body somewhat flexible. What else is he going to do? Right. So you, uh, <laughs> you, uh, he's not going to drink. A couple hours go by. Um, as, like, 11 p.m. comes by, you know, you start, like, getting dressed and everything. Yeah. Uh, I have a tank top and jacket over with some jeans. <laughs> um, and you make your way back to the dock. Um, Mac is waiting for you at the gate. Oh. And, uh, he sees you walking up, and he, uh, comes over and offers you his hand. He gives you a nice, a nice firm handshake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he goes up. All right, Harvey. Uh, we got we got something special planned for you tonight. Uh, you, you you might need these, and he uh, hands you a bag. All right, I open up the bag. Okay, so inside is a pair of leather gloves, um, a little thicker around the knuckles. 
Oh, so this is the fun event you're talking about, hey, sir? So I put them on. Yeah. Yeah, you know we uh we like to have fun. We like we like to uh we like to loosen up after the workday. So uh, he leads you down into the same ship that you were loading uh, cigarettes on before. Um, you see a couple other people there, uh, Johnny included. And um, as you come in, they like they kind of like hush and like turn to face you. And uh, Johnny walks up and he's like, "Ah, Harvey, uh, you know, I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you made it." Yeah. Uh, this is uh, we like to do a little uh, rite of passage for the new guys, and he grabs you by the shoulder and kind of starts pushing you along into the group of people as they all like stand up and start to form a circle um and a very large man uh steps into the circle on the other side all right you know johnny and mac they walk over to you and uh, mac puts his hand in and he's like all right so uh i, I you know i didn't want to ruin the surprise for you but uh i'm just you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do a little uh, bare knuckle brawl in here it's just figured. something we like to do to welcome the new guys this is a big sal uh Kind of figure. He'll, that he'll give you a good ones. fight. All right. Keep us entertained, and we'll slip a little extra cash on that paycheck of yours. You All right. Understand? Yeah. Good man. Good man. So yeah, takes a step back and joins like the circle of people. Um, what is your dexterity? My dexterity is sixty. Sixty. Yes. Okay. So you know, why don't you go ahead and make a dexterity check? Uh, that is a pass. A pass? It's almost half pass, but... Okay. I rolled so, 34. As soon as uh, Mac and Johnny step back into the circle of people, uh, Big Sal takes a big step towards you and swings, and you manage to, like, move, like... Dodge it. Dodge out of the way. <laughs> uh, you, like, move to the side, and he misses. Um, I throw... So you're saying I dodge it like that? Yeah. So you like you just kind of like move to the side and he swings so past I you. Use my right arm, my left hand, and go for a jab. Okay. So go ahead and make a brawl attack. Mm, wait. I think I rolled the wrong dice. Fighting brawl. It's just a d100. And you want to roll under your uh, fighting. Oh yeah. My dodge is really high. <laughs> uh, fighting. Oh, that's a... Wait. D100. Yeah. Do you want to roll under? Oh. Brain. <laughs> Fucking brain. <laughs> that is a pass. A pass? Yes. Okay. So, let me go ahead and roll for him. It's just a regular... It's a regular pass? Yeah. Okay, well, he rolled out 100, oh. which is the worst that you can get. Oh. So what is, uh, what's your unarmed damage? Uh, 1d3 by plus db. What's db? Your damage bonus. It should be plus 1d4. So it, since he rolled a critical fail, you automatically do, like, the highest number that you can. So it's 7. Uh, what? So 1d3 plus 1d4. So yeah, 7. So uh, you, like, so he, you dodge out of the way, and you bring your left arm up straight into his stomach, and he kind of like, <coughs> like you can see, feel the wind get knocked out of him. Is he still winded? Yeah, yeah. Um, I might as well throw another one. Okay, so go ahead and roll another fighting brawl. Except it's going to be towards his face. Alrighty. That is a 
That is a half pass. Okay, so this time he's going to fight back. Ooh, and he rolled a critical success. He rolled a one. So, you uh, go to swing again at his face before he, like, hits you with an uppercut straight to the chin. Um, And that is nine damage. All right, I'm still in the fight. I'm still in the fight. Okay. So now it is his turn. He's going to make another swing at you as you're reeling from the first strike. Well, I guess I better... That is a success. So you can choose to dodge or fight back. I would say dodge. Okay, so go ahead and roll the vision. That is a success. Success? Yes. Okay. Um, Just a regular success? Yes. Okay, so... um. He uh, hits you with that bam, bam, uppercut. And then as you're kind of reeling from that, you see him take another swing towards your face, and you manage to dodge out of the way. Okay. So, not going too bad. No. Well, I might as well throw a punch myself. Alrighty. Gotta keep it entertaining. That is a... What is that? 20... No, 32 brain. That is a half success. Half success? Yes. Okay. So he's just going to try to dodge that. And he rolled a critical fail. So what's the max damage you can do? 1d3 by 4. Okay, so 7. Yeah. So you, um, you dodge out of the way of his attack, <laughs> and you hit him straight on the jaw, and you feel like, first you feel like the thud of your fist hitting the bottom of his jaw, and then you feel like a soft squish, <laughs> and then another, and then another thud, and you see blood pouring out of his mouth, <laughs> and he, he is knocked unconscious. Um, Big Mac kind of motions towards a couple guys that you know grab him and start like wiping the blood away, taking care of him. Um, he walks up to you and he goes, "I, you know what, son? That was a pretty. You can really take a hit there. You know, you're." You're kind of a hardy guy, you know, uh, Hardy Harvey. I think that's got a ring to it, eh? Yeah, that sounds good, man. He goes, you know what, you you did good, son. Here's a little something to show you, show you what we think about you. He hands you a crisp fifty dollar bill, Ooh, which nice. is actually like two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> in nowadays money. Yeah. Um, and with that, he gives you a slap on the ass and sends you home. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess I get when I get home. Grab some. They have ice machines right now. Yeah, I don't see why not. I'm sure you guys have like ice in the freezer or something. Yeah, I grab some ice and just put it where you hit me. All right, and you just cash out after that. It's about one in the morning. Now. Yeah, definitely. Since I got work tomorrow. Alrighty, so uh, <clears throat> you're not woken up by an alarm. You're woken up by the phone. All right. Um. Oh, what the hell's that? I get up and answer the phone. Alrighty, so uh, you answered it on the other side. Uh, there's silence for a couple minutes before you hear, or not for a couple minutes, <laughs> a couple seconds before you hear. Uh, Arby, it's uh, it's Charlie. Um, I'm coming home early. I'm uh, I'm gonna meet you on the dock. I uh, I got shot. <laughs> you dumbass! What'd you do? Uh, you know, I was storming the beaches of Normandy. Uh, t- took a flying one to the leg. <laughs> what is this Normandy you speak of? It's it's in France. Oh. You wouldn't know because you stayed home. <laughs> yeah, well, you're the one that decided to go. Yeah, and look what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, you were dumb enough to do it. But hey, 
glad to hear you're going to I home. Yeah, you know what? I uh, I think I might be able to hop a ferry in New York, so I should be home a little early too. Nice. Uh, I'll meet you on the dock, and we can uh, get we can get a hold of Georgie. I'm sure visit the folks, you know. Oh yeah. All right, it was good talking to you, buddy. I'll see you soon. Yeah, see you later, man. All righty, and with that, we are going to end the episode. <laughs> um, short and sweet. So uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening, and cue outro. Tabletop show. We're looking for ways to grow and monetize our podcast. So if you have a small business you would like to advertise, contact us at cstpodcast at gmail.com. That is cstpodcast at gmail.com. Other ways to support us is uh, subscribing to us on ACAST Plus, which we can find on our uh, homepage, or uh, follow Coffee Stained Tabletop on Instagram. Uh, no capitals, no spaces on that one. Coffee Stained Tabletop. Or just leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Um, if you need more of my sweet, sultry voice, go ahead and listen to the Coffee Time with Andrew Shop podcast or the Clubcast podcast. I appear on both of those. Um, anyway, thank you for listening and supporting us, and uh, we hope to see you in the next episode.